Hello guys and happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Happy and Healthy. It's your girl Janina Mopola. So I recently, this past weekend, was in Louisiana at an event with Sadie Robertson. That freaking girl is an absolute gem. She is like an amazing human being. So it was really, really cool just getting to hang out with her um, and just spend the weekend with her and like her family and just like her team. And it was just really, really awesome. Now, don't worry, we were all required to get COVID tests before we went and we had to test negative. So just please know that. But after being there this weekend, I mean, Sadie, you know, she um, kind of shared some messages with us and just kind of did some scripture reading with us and stuff. And after the weekend, I mean, I left feeling so motivated and so inspired and just being like, dang, God, like you have so much to say. And there's so much about him that is just so great and he is so worthy of praise. And I just kind of wanted to do what that didn't make any sense. I kind of just wanted to do today's episode um, about your story. And you're probably like, okay, what about my story, Janine? You don't know me like that. Okay. I know I don't know you like that, but I wanted just to kind of talk about the power of your story, the power of your testimony, why your yes could lead to someone else's freedom, how your story is not wasted. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to share a little bit more of like, you know, my story. I mean, obviously I've kind of shared, a, I've shared a lot of it, but there's still so much more to be shared. And, you know, I always say I'm going to do a testimony video, but I'm really waiting for the right time because I believe there's a divine moment for me to share my story. Um, but I keep sharing with sharing with you guys kind of bits and pieces of it. But I wanted to talk about more of like why your story is vital and why it's not wasted and why you need to share your story. Um, so I'm going to be kind of using some scripture in this and just hopefully this will encourage you guys to be bold about your faith and be bold about what God is doing because that very thing that you think um, is going to destroy you or you should be ashamed of is the very thing that God wants to use in your life. And I want to talk about that today. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode and let's just get right into it. Okay, so the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because in my life, I've been through a lot of stuff. And as a Christian YouTuber or just as a YouTuber in general, I feel like for the last couple years, like, you know, a lot of us have put up a facade that everything is so perfect and life is amazing. And honestly, that's just what social media is. Social media is a snippet of your life. It's this little, you know, one second portrait, portrait, I guess what you could say of your life. Like you're scrolling, you look at this picture and then you scroll past and that's like, you know, you're consuming that person's photo for like a second or five seconds or whatever, unless you're interacting. And you might look at the picture and be like, oh, she's so perfect. She's so this, she's so that or whatever. And I feel like, especially growing up on the internet since I've been doing YouTube for 10 years, um, there was this point on YouTube that every YouTuber just was like portraying this perfect, filtered, oversaturated life. And I'm really, really glad that's gone because it's exhausting and it's so draining and it's just not reality. And then like YouTubers started making those videos that were like, expectations versus reality, kind of like exposing ourselves. And then I loved the fact that YouTube kind of led to this more raw unfiltered kind of thing, because that's the reality. That is the truth. Like not everything is this perfect 
you know, fairies and daisies and rainbows and butterflies. It's just not like life is hard. Like, yeah, you'll get a pimple one day. You'll have your hair in a messy bun. Um, you're depressed. Maybe one day you're dealing with anxiety. You might be gaining 20 pounds. Someone, you know, might have passed away or whatever. Like life is hard. It is. And so I'm really, really glad that the internet kind of is in this place. That's like, Hey, let's actually address these things. Let's talk about these things. Let's be honest because we need that. Like in a, in a world that portrays that everything is so perfect and that everyone has beautiful skin and all these Instagram filters and everything of that sort, like we need people being raw and real and unfiltered and sharing hard things. And I mean, I may not be 100% perfect at that, um, you know, n- not necessarily. I don't do it continually because I mean, not every single day am I like super sad or whatever. But when I am going through hard things or when I am struggling or whenever I am feeling low, you know, I try to be real and raw and honest on my Instagram or my vlog channel or whether that's here or, you know, my buy tribe page. Like I want to share with you guys the hard things I go through, but there were so many things growing up on the internet that I was struggling with, struggling with. I mean, I talked about it. I was, I had a porn and masturbation addiction in high school that the Lord saved me from. I was going through an abusive, manipulative relationship in college that led to a horrible situation, which I definitely want to talk about that at some point. Um, but I was in an abusive relationship in my senior year of college that I literally had to like flee out of. Um, I was definitely in a really, really hard breakup this last year and a half that really mentally messed me up. Um, I grew up hating myself. I grew up hating the way I looked and was angry and resentful at my family. I didn't have a good relationship with my dad growing up. I mean, there's several things that I struggled with, you know, growing up that people may not even know. They may not even realize or they may look at me and be like yeah right Janine like look at your life you have this and you have that and look at your place and blah 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 but not really realizing that there's so much more than meets the eye and that's kind of what you know when I talked about in my blessing and curses of being an influencer podcast I talked about how we need to have grace and we need to have understanding and we need to remember that there is so much more that meets the eye to, you know, for influencers or for YouTubers. Um, so just always remembering and having that self-awareness when you're looking at someone's picture or post or whatever, being like, okay, yeah, like that is a pretty picture or that is a good photo, or she does have beautiful makeup on, or she does have pretty skin, whatever, but she's also just a normal human being. She's not someone I should worship. She's also someone that might be struggling with, you know, depression, or she might be struggling with an eating disorder, whatever the case may be. Um, just remembering that there is always more that meets the eye to an Instagram or to someone's life. And so the reason why, you know, I wanted to talk about this is like I said, there's, there was so many things I struggled with growing up, you know, college was really, really hard. I talked about that in my podcast. Um, how I think it was my second one of like, Oh, my unspoken addiction, that podcast, I shared a lot more about what I was struggling with in college and partying and just all the things offline that I never spoke about. But on camera, I was like, look at me, like my life is so great and I'm so happy and the Lord is good and blah, blah, blah. And it was really unhealthy, actually, to bottle those things up and to suppress that is actually really, really unhealthy. And then finally, when kind of like the Internet took a turn and when I started realizing, like, I can't keep living like this, I can't keep pretending like everything's fine on camera 
and you know offline actually being really depressed or crying or having nightmares or feeling oppressed by the enemy like it's a double life and it's actually a pretty sick life the more i started to open up about my stories the more freedom i found and the more i found that it actually helped other people and my vulnerability my authenticity was actually leading to people's freedom it was actually leading to people feeling like oh my gosh I'm not alone. Like what? Like, thank you, Jesus. Like I'm not alone. And it was actually kind of comforting for me too, because after I would share my stories, um, I would get the messages of girls being like, oh my gosh, I have been struggling with that for the last 10 years or five years or two years or whatever it may be. Like when I shared that I struggled with an addiction to masturbation and porn in college. And it's so weird. Like, honestly, it's so weird Um, being able to just say that openly right now, like I never admitted that, but just to be free to say that right now is honestly so nice. Like that was something I trembled. I feared admitting that, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, it has no power on me. The enemy has no power on me because you know, like I'm free to do it. Like that is, it's no longer me. Like I've confessed it. And once you've confessed that and it's out in the open, there is freedom in that. And that is what I want for you guys. Because after I confessed that, I was like, oh, wow. Like it doesn't have weight anymore. Like I'm actually just free to be like proud and bold about it because that's my past. That's no longer me. The enemy no longer has a hold on me because that's out in the open. Like when you bring things out into the light, things change. Like it, it changes. That's why in James 5, 16, it says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another because the power of a righteous person is effective. And that's why I always like, you know, encourage you guys, excuse me, y'all. I don't know what is up with me. Like I, I keep having something stuck in my throat. So it was nice being like, oh, wow. Like this is cool. Like I can proudly be like, yeah, I struggled with that. But after I said that, it was so unbelievably crazy to think about how many people came to me afterwards. Like after I had posted that, that podcast, the amount of DMs I got from girls was insane. Girls being like, Janine, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. I didn't know other girls struggled with porn. I didn't know other girls struggled with, you know, masturbation. I didn't know it was bad. I didn't know how much this was actually enslaving me. It is so nice to see someone like you be bold and share that because now it helps me find freedom. And that is what I want. And that is the the point of this podcast, because I wanted to share with you the fact that like your story is not wasted. What the enemy meant to use to harm you, what the enemy intended for evil, God will use for good. Now, let me say that again. What the enemy intends for evil, God will use for good. The very thing that you thought was going to destroy you, bring you down, you never thought you could find freedom from it. You never thought that, you know, you could share that with anybody because they would judge you. You just kept thinking, I need to keep this a secret. I need to keep this a secret because no one will understand me or no, everyone's going to judge me or this is just too dang embarrassing. Let me tell you that very thing that you are keeping a secret or you're hiding or you're ashamed or the enemy is guilting you for or condemning you for 
That's the very thing that God will use for good. That's the very thing that's going to help someone else find freedom. Once you confess that and once you bring that out into the open, it's like, oh my gosh, there's no more like shame and guilt in that anymore. Like I am free where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So once you confess that and you bring that out into the open, next thing you know, that is meant to help someone else. That is going to help someone else. And so my favorite verse in Revelation 12, 11 says, they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So basically that means, you guys, by the blood of the lamb, that is how we overcome that sin. It's not that we can do it on our own. That's why we need a savior. We're not just in this world just to be our own saviors. Like, then what would be the point of Jesus? What would be the point of the cross? We need Jesus. So by the blood of the lamb, the lamb is Jesus. So back in the day, now I'm gonna have to kind of get into the scripture here. Back in the, back in the day, whenever someone sinned, they always needed something to atone for it. So they would get a spotless lamb because you always needed something that was spotless, that was sinful. They would get a lamb and they would sacrifice it and they would use it as an atonement for their sins. So Jesus was the final lamb. That's why he's called the lamb because he was sinless. He was perfect. He was the final lamb that died on the cross for us. Now he's not literally a lamb, but he that's kind of like the analogy or like a metaphor. He was the final lamb that died for us once and for all. So we didn't no longer, we didn't, we didn't need anyone any longer to atone the sins for us. That was Jesus. That's what he did. So by him dying on the cross, by him taking the stripes on his back, because he took some brutal stripes on his back. Um, By him doing that, that is how we find freedom. That is how we are saved from sins, from ourselves, from addictions, from anything that is trying to enslave us, to capture us, to keep us um, burdened by the sin. That where we are meant to run free, you guys, we don't have to be slaves to our sin any longer. So we triumph over sin by the blood of the lamb. That is how we find full freedom. Full freedom is with that. Okay, so now the second part of it is by the word of their testimony. Our testimonies are powerful and they're not not wasted. So if you think God can't use your story, you're like, Janine, you don't know what I've done or you don't know my past or you don't know how badly I've messed up. I don't really care to be honest. Like I don't because there is so much redemption and it doesn't matter. Like nothing you do takes you away from the gospel. Like nothing you do makes you exempt from the gospel. Nothing you do. That doesn't mean that you're not loved or you can't be forgiven. Nothing. I promise you. And so you might be like, well, Janine, you don't know my story. And you're right. I don't. But that doesn't mean that you, that God cannot still use your story. If God took Paul, Paul literally back in the, back in the Bible, his name was originally Saul. Saul was a murderer of Christians, a literal murderer. If he can take a murderer like Saul and then use him as the guy that wrote so many books in the New Testament, he can use you. I promise you. So with our testimony, that, that is the way that we overcome the enemy because the enemy wants you to believe that your story is too bad or too messed up or that you did this horrible thing that if you told anybody, 
you know, you would be seen as this outcast. If you walked into a church, the church would burn down. Like you're too messed up. And that's so wrong. That's so far from the truth. That is why I love my platform and love what I do because by me being bold, even though it's terrifying, by me being bold, that is how other girls, how other people find freedom. They find redemption. And so it's by our testimony that we are able to silence the enemy because the enemy is like, don't share, don't share that story with anybody. If you share that with anybody, they're going to judge you. Um, You should be ashamed of that. Like shame is such a, shame is like the worst thing because it, it, it makes you want to hide. It makes you want to retract. It makes you want to isolate. But God's conviction calls you higher. He calls you out into the open. He calls you into freedom. So you you might think that, oh my gosh, if I share this story, um, I'm going to be judged or that this is just going to be so dirty and so bad. But it's quite the opposite. People actually really do gain more respect for you when you're bold and when you're open about your story. And you never know how the Lord wants to use your story for someone else's freedom. You never know what your yes can lead to. So saying yes and being bold, that could lead to someone else's freedom. You might be the very person in someone's life that they need for salvation, that they need for freedom. So this past weekend, you guys, I'm going to share something that I rarely talk about, rarely. And I want to talk about it, but I'm just kind of waiting for the right time. But I'm just going to kind of briefly drop this in there. And to be honest, I'm scared. I'm really, really scared. But I know that this is what the Lord is calling me to do. He has told me time after time after time to be open and to be bold about this story. And now one day I'm going to share with it, share, share this story in a, you know, a longer form or whatever, but I got married in college. Yeah. Surprise. I got married in college and I had to get an annulment because I was in a very, very, very toxic relationship. And I knew it was something that the Lord was like, this is not what I had for you. And I had to literally be rescued out of this relationship by my parents. And I am so thankful that the Lord rescued me. And so I got an annulment in college, which basically means like, you know, to the legal system, like you basically completely undo the marriage and you have to do that under certain grounds. And mine was on under the basis of fraud. And so I had four reasons why I could get out of the marriage. And there's a whole another story to it, you guys. But I have found time after time after time that my story of an abusive relationship, of a toxic relationship, has led to someone else's freedom. So when I was um, in Louisiana this past weekend, there was another girl there that she was actually going through a divorce and she was going through something very, very hard. And she didn't feel like she could relate to anybody. She felt like, like she was super alone and she was just like, man, like, I'm just so I'm going through the hardest season of my life right now. Like, I don't know what to do. I shared with her. I was like, Hey, I went through something four years ago. And she was like, what? And she's like, I didn't even know you went through that. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't really talk about it too much just because I'm kind of waiting for the right time. And it's not something I'm just like, you know, boasting everywhere left and right. But it is something like if someone asks me or if someone wants to talk to me about it, like I'm very, very open about it. Um, But I shared with her my story and it let her know that A, she wasn't alone and that B, you can find freedom from it and C, like the Lord wants to use your story and D, like you can heal and thrive still after a situation like that. Like there were so many different things that 
by my story of something I had gone through four years ago that I was able to instill in her and instill hope back into her to be like, Hey, you're going to get through this. I'm going to help you get through this. Let me, let me know how I can help you. How can I be there for you? Just to kind of show her like, Hey, like you're gonna get through this. Cause I know like when I was going through that situation, it literally felt like the world was ending. It felt like everything was caving in. I mean, I was so depressed. I had lost so much weight. I was suicidal during that time. I mean, it was the hardest season of my entire freaking life going through that. And a lot of people don't really understand and they don't really know why. And I mean, I have been so freaking condemned for that story by a lot of people, but I refuse to let other people shame me or condemn me for that story. I refuse because in the end, what the enemy intended for evil, God will use for good. God has used that story for good. He has used that story to help other women be free, to get out of toxic relationships, to be healed, to leave abusive people, to finally be like, okay, this is the chance. This is the time I'm actually going to leave that abusive man. My story has led to other women finding freedom. And that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Because like I was saying, if you look at your story and you're like, well, God can't use my story. He can. Your story is not wasted. And that's what I want to share with you guys. I want to instill that hope back into you guys for for you to know that God wants to use your story. So even if you think it is so bad or it's so low, or I mean, I don't know what you've been through, but you know, there's going to be someone that might come to you and they're going to be sharing your story. And you're going to start feeling this this, your heart thumping in this like thing inside of you. That's just like, Oh my gosh, I need to share this. I need to share this. That's the Holy spirit. That's the Holy spirit pinging your heart. That's the Holy spirit calling you to be bold and to be like, Hey, that girl, that guy, whoever it is, they need your story. And I cannot tell you how many times my story is actually helped someone. I was actually back in uh, Lake Tahoe in uh, June. I did a little road trip up there there was this guy that I had met through another person and, um, you know, we got to, I haven't really shared the story before, but it was just so crazy. So we were on the beach and, uh, he was sharing his story with me and I could just sense in my spirit, like he was absolutely broken. He was going through a really, really hard season. Um, he had actually told me that, um, he was previously married. He was dating. He had married his high school sweetheart. They tried to get pregnant for many, many years, Um, and his wife ended up cheating on him and she cheated on him and she started sleeping with another man. And when she slept with this other man, she got pregnant and this absolutely broke this guy because they had been trying to get pregnant for years and they couldn't. And so she goes and cheats on this other guy and she ends up getting pregnant. So we're having this conversation and he just starts like breaking down crying. Like he's literally crying. And I shared with him, I said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I was like, I've actually been through something kind of similar. I was like, I was actually married in college. And he was like, what? And he was like, I, I didn't know that. Like, and, and I, I started like tearing up. He starts tearing up and we're both like tearing up together. And he looks at me and he's like, I don't know what it is. He's like, but you're, you're literally glowing. He's like, I can just see light emitting off of you. And to me, that was God. That was the Holy spirit. That was the Holy spirit right in that moment. Him being like, Janine, share your story, share your story. And when he said that the, like that I was literally glowing, that was the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, Jesus and, the, and God, he always comes in like the form of light. And so when the Lord is working through you, when God is working through you, light's going to admit off of you, which is such a cool thing. 
And so my story at that moment, my story allowed me to then in turn help someone else out. And so it wasn't like I was just coming here being like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you got married, you psycho. Like, and I can't believe you're getting a divorce. Like I didn't make him feel like that. I, 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 we bonded over my story, over our stories, which then led me to be like, hey, can I pray for you? And this man wasn't a Christian. So he was like, sure. And so I started to pray for him and like, I put my hands on him and I started praying for him and he starts weeping. He's sobbing. He's crying. Like I've never seen a grown man cry like that. Like this man's like, you know, 35 years old. Like he ha he's like a burly man. Like, you know, he's, he has muscles and whatever. Like you would think when you saw him, like he has it all together and he's so strong in this and that, but he begins to weep. And it was the coolest thing because like, it was just, it was just so cool to see how the Lord use my story, how the Holy Spirit in that moment came to help someone else out and to give someone else freedom. And that is what I mean. The more you share your story, the more you're, you're bold and proud of your story. Not that not in the sense that you need to be boastful. Like, it's not like I'm going around everywhere being like, I got married. Look at me. And I was addicted to porn and masturbation. Like that is not what I'm saying. Always come from a humble place, a gentle place, a place of just like, look, this is not me. This is what God did. Because if you're proud, the Lord will, he will humble you so fast. It always says that the Lord humbles the proud and he lifts up the humble. That's what it should be. So always come from a place of being humble, being gentle, being like glory to God, not glory to me, not glory to Janine, not glory to Janine Amapola. Like I'm not boasting in my sins, even though the Bible does kind of say like, I will boast in my sins because like, it gives back glory to God that he is the one that has saved you from it. And like, again, like your story is meant to help someone else, but don't do it from the sense of like, look what I can do. And look what God did. Like, or not even like, look what God did for me because I'm this awesome, cool person. Like the, I am nothing without God. I am nothing. I'm just like, a, I'm a sinner. I'm just like a regular human being. So I want to just remind you that like, let your story always give glory back to God. Because at the end of the day, what did it say? We overcome by the blood of the lamb. It doesn't say we overcome by Janine's blood. We overcome by Janine. No, it's we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We get the testimony from the blood of the lamb. We cannot have them separate. We can't. Those coincide. Those are, you know, married together. So we need them to be together. It's always, hey, look what God did through me. Not just look what Janine did. Look what God did through me. Always giving the glory back to him. And that's what I wanted to share with you guys is the fact that like your story could very, very well lead to someone else's success or freedom or something of that sort. And I wanted you guys just to know that because maybe you've just been so enslaved or ashamed or the enemy has been guilting you for a very, very long time. Maybe you have nightmares. Maybe you have a problem sleeping. Maybe you are just so ashamed and you feel dirty and you're walking around with your head hanging low. Because you're like, I can't tell anybody what I did, Janine. You have no idea what I've done. And I don't, but I want you to confess that. And don't just confess that to me. Don't confess it to the person that it's easy to. Confess it to people around you. Confess it to the people that it's hard to confess it to. Like I've had to confess some very, very hard things to the very people I didn't want to confess it to. My mentors, my best friends, my parents, my sisters, my brother-in-laws. Like I've had to confess some very stupid things I've done to people. But once I did it, I was like, whoa, like 
I actually feel better. It, and it, it actually just makes you feel like this burden is lifted off your shoulder. And I promise you, like, as soon as you do that, you start feeling this weight lifted off you. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like, I actually feel better. Like, it's contrary to what you might believe, but it actually makes you feel more light and more airy. And that's what's so beautiful about it. That's what's so beautiful about the gospel is like, it it sets you free. You run. Like it says, like, now run the race set before you. Now shake off everything that entangles us, so easily entangles us. Shake it off and run the race set before you. That's what I want you guys to be able to do is run that race set before you because you shake off the thing that entangles you, that enslaves you. So I don't know what it is for you. I don't know if it's like, you know, some sex addiction or some drug addiction or whatever it might be for you. I don't judge you. I don't judge you at all. I just solely want you to find freedom. So there, so that in turn, you can be more happy and healthy through him by the blood of the lamb. It's powerful. And another thing that I thought was just pretty crazy is like, I get girls that, you know, have come to me. Okay. This is actually pretty wild. It's like, I had a girl come to me and, uh, you know, she came to me and she was just like, Janine, like I I lost my virginity. Like I, I'm so embarrassed. I slept with that guy. I'm so ashamed. I'm so this, I'm so that like she came to me and she didn't feel like she could tell anyone else. So she came to me and I was like, girl, like, I get you. Like I lost my virginity. Like I slept with this guy. Like, I mean, the guy that I married, I slept with him. Like, and I didn't come from a place of condemning her, but again, my story allowed her to feel safe and to feel comfortable to come to me because I was like, I know where you're coming from. I know where you're coming from. So now let me help you. Let me set you free. Let me pray over you. Let me um, guide you. Let me direct you. Let me point you back to Jesus. Because at the end of the day, like, this isn't about Janine. It's not like, look again, what Janine can do for you. It's look what God can do for you through me. And so um, it was really beautiful to see just how my story, my testimony was able to help this girl that came to me that was really, really struggling. And I'm able to now relate. I'm able to now um, come from a stance of like, I don't judge you because I did the same thing. I know. But again, it says now there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. That is beautiful. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen, sister. Amen. So if you think you're going to be condemned, if you think you're going to be judged, just know there is no condemnation because it says that, and I think it says in John 14, it says, for I did not come to condemn the world. I came to save the world. People look at Jesus like he's this, this judgmental finger pointing. He's going to condemn you, blah, blah, blah. No, he says, I actually came to save the world. That's what he came to do. That's what's so great about it is like, it's so contrary to what the world says it is. And we have all these misconceptions and misconstruedments. Is that a word? Misconstruedments? Misconstruedments of the Bible and who Jesus is. But he really is just this amazing, awesome thing that just really wants to set you free. That's really what he wants to do. So overall, what I wanted to say is share your story at the right time and be bold about it. And if someone judges you, then that person does not understand the goodness and the grace of God. They don't understand redemption. They don't understand the gospel. And there's going to be people in your life that won't. There's going to be people that probably will judge you. And you're probably going to get some lashback. Obviously, use your discernment, use your wisdom of knowing when to share and who to share and at the time and everything of that sort. Um, Use that. But 
just know like your story is not wasted and God wants to use you. He wants to use the very thing that enslaved you. He wants to use for someone else's freedom. And so there were definitely times where I've had people shame me. I had people condemn me. I had people be like, I cannot believe that. I thought you were a Christian. Sometimes Christians are actually the most judgmental, nasty people, which is so bizarre. I'm like, what the heck? Like, aren't you supposed to be the one that understands God's grace and God's goodness? And so don't be that person to someone else. Like, I want to be a person that if someone told me anything, my face would not flinch. I would not move. Like, that's, I I try to be that. And that's why I find a lot of people come to me and they share with me their stories because they know that I should be a safe place for them. They know that I'm not going to flinch when they told me something. My face is not going to change. So be that person for someone else as well. And when you do share your story, yeah, you might get some lashback. You might get some repercussions. You might have some things changing in your life. But when it's for God, it's going to be worth it. Sometimes it's going to look ugly. You're going to have some consequences. You're going to have some things, you know, messed up or things being uprooted. But in the end, when it leads to freedom and when it leads to someone else's freedom, it would be worth it right? And just remember that like God wants to turn your story, your story that you think is ashes into beauty. That's what it is. And so I wanted to read to you guys really quickly, Isaiah 61, because I felt like this was the verse that the Lord gave me. This is what the verse that the Lord was like, Janine, I'm calling you to this, but not even just me for you guys as well to know that this is your calling, your calling of a Christian, the calling to help other people. So I'm going to read this to you really quickly. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, to release from darkness from the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor at the day vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. You guys, that is beautiful to me. That is what God can do. He takes beauty from ashes. He gives you joy instead of mourning. He gives you praise instead of despair. He has called me to help you guys, the brokenhearted, to bind up your wounds, to proclaim freedom to you guys, the captive people that are enslaved in sin, to give you guys freedom. But that's only by him, through him, through the word of my testimony, through this podcast, but it's always right back to him. I can't do this on my own. I need God for this, but I want you guys to know that is who God is. You know that song, like uh, Waymaker, when he says, that is who you are. That one, that is who you are. That, that is who he is. That is who God is. So Isaiah 61, I want you guys to know that like, you have that redemption in your story. That instead of you guys crying, instead of you being despair, he wants to give you a garment of praise. He wants to give you oil of joy instead of mourning, to give you beauty from your ashes. So that you in turn, you guys, in turn, you now go and you go bind up the brokenhearted. You go proclaim freedom to the captives. You release prisoners from darkness. Yes and amen. 
That is what I want. That is what I want from this podcast. That's what I want from all my platforms. I want people to find freedom. Because you know that saying that's like hurt people hurt people, but free people, free people. Let's be so free that we in turn, we free other people. So you guys, your story is meant to help other people. And I can't keep, I can't wait to keep sharing my story with you guys. Um, you know, slowly layer by layer, like I'm a little onion right now. I'm peeling back layers. I'm slowly revealing things to you because I just shared something with you guys in this podcast that was something that's a big part of my testimony, something that was really, really, really hard for me to talk about. And I know the Lord is like, Janine, it's time. Share your story. So I don't know when I'm going to do that exactly, what it's going to look like, but I know I'm going to. And I'm just so thankful to see um, the confidence he has given me and how later it's going to help other women and other men um, be free. And so I really hope this podcast helped you guys out today. I hope this was just some encouragement. Um, I know this was kind of like random or all over the place, or I'm sorry if I you know, wasn't as clear in this podcast. But overall, I wanted to instill hope back into you, hope back into you that your story is not wasted. God wants to use you. He wants to use you, but you have to let him surrender to him. Say, God, I, I need you. I need you in this story. I need you in this situation. I cannot do this alone because you can't. We are not meant to do this life alone. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Please let me know if it helped you. Please let me know your thoughts, um, everything of that sort. I would love to hear your thoughts in my DMs on the Happy and Healthy podcast, Instagram, whatever it may be. I just hope this helps you be free because at the, at the end of the day, I just want freedom for you guys, freedom, whatever it may be for you. In the name of Jesus, there is no other name above his name that will give you the freedom and the peace for your soul like he will. I am so passionate about this because I know this to be true. He has changed my life, absolutely changed my life. So I love you guys. Stay tuned for more episodes uh, with me every single Tuesday. It's been a joy hanging out with you this Tuesday, and I will see you guys next week. Peace out, Girl Scout, and stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys. Bye.